Hello and welcome to a new episode on the Personal Finance Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Follow the Instagram and Twitter pages of the podcast at Personal Finance Thirty or at Personal Finance on Twitter. If you're if you're here and listening to my podcast for the first time, then let me tell you what this podcast is about. This podcast will educate you about personal finance topics. Whether you're new to learning about personal finance, I can assure you that these episodes, these podcast episodes, are easy to understand and provide some valuable information. If you find this episode good, share with a family or friend, as it will help increase the awareness of my podcast, and it's one way you can support a content creator. In today's episode, we will be talking about dividend investing. Dividend investing is one of the best ways that you can earn money passively by either investing a large or small amount of money. It's obvious that if you invest a greater amount of money, you would receive a greater return annually. Okay, so let's start talking about dividend stocks. Okay, so first, let's start talking about why companies even give dividends in the first place. Well, there are essentially four reasons to that. The first reason is that it is a company's strategy. Potentially, there are no current companies to acquire, but many some companies are able to have their debt under control and they're healthy in terms of streaming cash flow and able to fund uh, the, their investors. Now, the second reason is that the company is on a good financial ground. So now most companies pay dividends long term as in decades and they, as they have a stable business model. Now you can't really fake dividend payments for a very long time and companies that grow their dividend tend to have a great cash flow in terms of profits. Now as investors to, to in your advantage to own shares in a company that makes large profits consistently with time. And now a reliable dividend is essentially one very good sign of business strength. So and when you look at different dividend stocks to invest in, essentially, you should look at, you know, how is the company doing in its long term? You know, you should always try to research and see how the company has been paying its shareholders as well, has been able to pay those shareholders as well. Now, normally, most companies would be able to pay it as long as they have a good cash flow. But maybe in this pandemic, some people did not get their shares as some companies were hit hard. Now, that's a different uh, sort of thing to look at. Now, this is because unstable companies can't divert their profits directly to shareholders for very long either. So that's why you want to make sure that it's a stable company as well. Now, the third reason is that why company pays dividends is they want to attract new investors or even uh, experienced investors to you don't really invest in their company. They're saying, hey, you know, you invest in my company and this company will grow in the future. And I'm willing you to I'm willing to give you a certain portion of the money back as a dividend as since you're a shareholder. Now, this is a common company strategy and some investors are more speculative and like risks uh, dividend paying companies can attract a certain type of investor, ones that prefers cash in hand versus the hope of capital gains. Now, such work to earn an income, it's dependable. Over time, the work is performed by their portfolio. And sometimes whenever you earn those dividends, some people reinvest them back into their portfolio on a yearly basis. Now, companies know their investors out there as well. And they put bias on income generated from their portfolio overgrowth as well. Now, the reason for is companies know investors like opportunity. So 
you see this in a perfect world that businesses want to allocate capital in a way to maximize their return on their capital as well. Now, this can be done by reinvested money would go back into the business in a way that pays off immensely for the shareholder by increasing its return over time and by continuously reducing the company's tax burden. Now, essentially what this means is that when the shareholder is investing the money back into the company, then essentially that company is sort of getting more not more profit, but it's getting more tension put on from an investor. So if an investor says that, hey, I got a nice return from this stock, maybe I'll put my money back into it. So that keeps them in the loop of sort of staying there and thinking, hey, this might grow in the future as well. Now, okay, so now that we've understood the reasons to see how you should approach this and why uh, div- why companies even pay out dividends. Let's talk about the best account. So the best account to invest, if you're investing in dividend stocks, would sort of be a TFSA because your dividend earnings will not be taxed. Now, when you're researching about a good dividend stock, you want to see the dividend yield as well. Normally, if the dividend yield is high, then it may be good maybe a good return on investment, but it's if it's low, then it does have potential to rise in the future. So you can sort of think of it as both ways. So if you think that it's low, then it may be sort of undervalued at this point as a dividend stock. But if you think it's high, then it may be over, it may be valued a bit higher. So you can do, you can really see where you stand with that. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the best Canadian dividend stocks now. So the first one is Algonquin Power and Utilities Corp. So Algonquin Power and Utilities Corp is a diversified utility company in North America with over $10 billion in assets. The company engages in the generation, transmission, and distribution of water, gas, and electricity to communities across the U.S. It also has a renewable energy business. So now as a growing energy renewable energy company, Algonquin Power owns a strong portfolio of long-term contracted wind, solar, and hydroelectric assets with a one5 gigawatts of total installed capacity so now essentially this company may be good to invest in as a dividend because if you look at its um it's growing renewable energy and it has a strong portfolio of long-term contracted wind solar and hydroelectric assets then this shows that this is all energy stock so they this stock may be less volatile and you may be still able to get a good return now obviously you'd have to look at the specifics and really see if it's a good investment for you based on your financial situation. Now, the company also owns an equity interest in more than 39 clean energy facilities. Algonquin Power operates two subsidiaries, Liberty Utilities, that's 64% of 2018 earnings, and Liberty Power, that was 36% of earnings. Now, the company has more than 50 generation facilities and 20 utilities across North America. Algonquin's utility business serves nearly 770,000 customers in 12 states across the U.S. as well, through 1,200 miles of electrical transmission lines and 100 miles of natural gas, uh, natural gas tra- transmission pipelines as well. Okay, now let's look at the next one. So the next one is Telescorp. So this is a leading telecom company in Canada. It is the second largest in Canada and provides a wide, so- wide range of communication products and services such as data, IP, voice, television, entertainment, and even video. It is Canada's largest healthcare IT provider as well. 
Telus has a strong presence in the personal business and healthcare segments, which provides a diversified stream of income. Wireless is the largest segment provider and accounting for 50%, 57% of their total revenue, while the wireline segment consists the remaining 43%. Now, the company has an industry-leading wireless churn rate of below 1%. Telus serves more than 13 billion customers' connections, including 8.9 wireless subscribers, 1.7 internet subscribers, 1.3 million residential network access lines, and 1.1 million Telus TV customers. Now, Telus Corporation is a leading network provider, catching up to 99% of Canadians. The company generates recurring monthly fees from its subscribers, which are growing in a number, and is well positioned to benefit from going appetite for data as well. Okay, so now let's look at the next next uh, dividend stock that's maybe good to invest in. So the next one is Enbridge. Enbridge is the largest energy energy infrastructure in North America. It is Canada's largest. It is Canada's largest gas distributor engaging in the collection of transportation, processing, and storage of oil and gas. Enbridge caters to 3.7 million customers in Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, and New York. It owns an extensive network of about of about 192,000 miles of natural gas and NGL pipelines across North America and the Gulf of Mexico. Its crude, oil, and liquids transport transportation systems are huge, compromising more than 17,000 miles of active pipelines. This company is known for its high-quality liquids and natural gas infrastructure assets. In addition, Enbridge has 3.1 BCF slash D of processing capacity, capacity and 438 BCF of net natural gas storage capacity. It also owns interest in nearly 3,000 megawatts of renewable generation capacity. Enbridge operates through five uh, reporting segments, liquid pipelines, which is 52% of its earnings, gas transmission, 22% of its earnings, gas distribution, 17% of earnings, and green power and transmission is 4%, and energy services are 5%. Okay, so let's talk about the next one now. The next dividend stock is Kojiko. Kojiko is a leading telecommunication and media company based in North America. The company provides cable, TV, cell phone, and internet to customers in Ontario, Quebec, and some parts of the U.S. The company operates through its two subsidiaries, Kojiko Companies Cable, Broadband Services, and Kojiko Media, Radio, and Sports. It results through two different operating segments, communications, which is 95%, and the other five is 5%, rather. By geography, Canada accounts for 76% of the company's revenues, while the U.S. only consists a balance of 24%. Kojiko owns an extensive and Advanced network of communication infrastructure consisting of long-distance fiber optic systems, advanced hybrid fiber, coastal broadband distribution networks, point-to-point fiber networks, and fiber-to-the-home network technologies. It also owns and operates 13 radio stations across Quebec. Now, Kojiko has been in business since the last six decades, and it is known for its diversified range of telecommunications and media products and services. Okay, now the next one is Toronto Dominican Bank. Toronto Dominican Bank is a leading Canadian bank that provides banking products and services in Canada and the U.S. It is the fifth largest bank in North America by total assets. The bank was formed as a result of the Bank of Toronto and the Dominican Bank in 1955. Retail earnings for more than 90% 
Retail earnings uh, cover more than 90% of TD Bank's total earnings. The bank operates through three business segments. Canadian retail banking, 53%, U.S. retail banking, 47%, and wholesale banking. TD offers a wide range of retail small businesses and customer commercial banking products and services to more than 25 customers worldwide and almost 13 million digital customers. Toronto Dominican Bank operates through more than 1,250 locations across the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, Metro, D.C., and Florida. It enjoys one or two market share positions for most of its retail products in Canada. The bank operates in four of the top 10 metropolitan areas and seven of the 10 wealthiest states in the U.S. Okay, so the last one that I wanted to talk about in this podcast is the dividend stock Manulife. Manulife is a, corporate, it's a leading international financial services company in Canada. The company provides financial advice, insurance, as well as wealth and asset management solutions for individuals, groups, and institutions. As of March of 2018, Manulife had $1.1 trillion in assets under management, making it one of the most largest life insurance companies in the world. Now, more than 80% of its assets are fixed income, of which 98% is investment grade. Now, Manulife offers unique product offerings for different markets it serves. The company provides a suite of financial protection and wealth management solutions to meet the current and future needs of an individual and or group investors. The company also owns reputed brands like Manulife and John Hancock in the USA. Now, Manulife serves 26 million customers in the US, Canada, and Asia. With more than 125 years of experience, the company has developed strong customer relations and a deep understanding of their financial needs. Clients look to Manulife for reliable and intelligent financial solutions as well. Now, when you're looking at in these, when you're looking at investing in these dividend stocks, these are just an example. So you want to make sure to look at the dividend yield and do your own research as well. Now, usually you can identify a pullback if the yield starts to go up or major trouble if it starts to go down. Okay, so now let's look at the dividend yield of all these stocks that I mentioned before. So let's start off by looking at Algonquin Power stock. So first, let's look at the share price of that. So the share price of that stock is at the time of this recording, is $19.83 and the dividend yield is 3.95%. Now this may be this may be a good dividend yield because it has potential to grow in the future which may return a, a greater return on investment. Okay, now let's look at the Telus Corp stock. So that is a that okay, let's look at the share price first. So the share price at the time of this recording is $25.50 and the dividend yield for that is 4.88%. Now, if you do notice the share price is a bit more uh, than the previous one that we were looking at. You know, the share price is more higher which may result in a greater amount of dividend yield return. Yeah. So there's a difference of $5 and almost 67 cents. Okay, now the next one is Enbridge stock. So that has a yield of 7.04%. Now this is one of the most highest dividend yields compared to all the five five compared to compared to all the dividend stocks that I talked about in this podcast. Okay, so let's look at the Enbridge uh, stock. So the Enbridge stock is at $47.41 and the dividend yield for that is 7.04%. Now if you notice something as the dividend yield increases, the price is also increasing. So you should have more money to invest 
I guess that's what it means, sort of. Okay, now let's look at the Kojigo stock. So that has a dividend yield of 2.26% at a share price of $96.58. Oh, so this is actually the opposite. It has, a low, it has a low dividend yield, but the price of the share is actually high. So if you're a beginner investor or just starting to look in the market for dividend investing, you may want to look at this and think about it second you may have some th second thoughts on it and really think if it's a worthwhile investment oh now the next one is td bank so that has a share price of 84 dollars and 50 cents and its dividend yield is only 3.74 percent now i do have to say that this uh stock has been one of the best uh dividend returning stocks and actually this price the share price has gone up by ten dollars so the share price is increasing but again it may be a low risk uh, type of investment but it's it's sort of you know it, it sort of may not be a good investment for a first time investor to see next one is manulife so it's an insurance company and um its share price is 26 dollars and 84 cents and it has a dividend yield of 4.17 percent and now yeah so those are the dividend stocks that i talked about in this podcast and so you know when you're looking at these dividend stocks and really seeing which one is to invest you want to look at the share prices and all these other things as well that are sort of being mentioned now, on this podcast we i specifically chose to talk about these six because they've shown on they've uh, sort of shown that they're able to handle uh, well in this market and they've also given their shareholders uh returns as well on time which is good now, when looking at all these stocks' dividend yields, it is clear that Enbridge has one of the highest returns as it is a gas company. Okay, so now let's look at an example if you were to invest in Enbridge for, if you were to invest in Enbridge, supposing you bought, now suppose you bought 22 shares of the stock. So the current price is, at the time of this recording, is $41, $47.41. And if you do that times 22, then you're sort of investing 1000 uh, and $43. Now, if you bought 22 shares, then to calculate your dividend return, you would have to look at the per share price, which is 0.83 cents. So with 22 shares, you would get around $18.37. Now that amount may not, that amount may seem less because you may be thinking, well, hey, I've invested so much money. So why is my return so less? Well, it's still a small amount of money that you're earning back passively. And if you put it into your TFSA, for example, your money will grow tax-free. Now, even in dividends, it's not a get-rich-quick thing to say. You know, you have to have a lot of uh, capital to invest in order to even generate a greater amount of return. Now, again, this is just an example. Okay, so this is what you need to know about dividend investing. If you like this podcast or found it valuable, share with a family or friend. Also, it's important to remember that all information provided in this podcast is for educational purposes only. All dividend stocks mentioned in this podcast are examples of good stocks that pay dividends, but it's most important but it's important to do your own research before investing anywhere as there's risk and you're never guaranteed to make money when you invest. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more new episodes. So in the, in the episode that's coming out later this week, we are going to be talking about the best bank to open a checking account from. Now, last week, I actually did an episode about the best student credit card. So if you haven't already checked that episode out, check that episode out and then stay tuned for this episode. We'll be talking about the best banks to open a checking account from. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more new episodes.